0: Hello and welcome to the Magical Midlife Podcast, where you get a refreshing, uplifting and optimistic perspective on life in your 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Lindsay DeSwart, and I'm delighted that you've joined us here today. So let's jump right in. Oh my goodness. Hello. I've so missed you. And this is Lindsay now in England. So um, I don't know if you've been following the podcast or if you've been listening in because I've taken a year's break. It's nearly a year's break. I can't believe it. And so I was listening to the last podcast as a reminder of where I left off. um, And I've been getting such strong signals to come back, keep recording. And it's something I loved so much when I was doing it that I just thought the sooner I can jump back in, the better. So here we are. Woohoo! I hope you're as excited as I am because I'm like really excited. So I just want to give you an update of what's happened in that last year, because if you go back and listen to the last episode or if you've listened to it recently, because there's been loads of downloads. Oh, my goodness. There's been so many downloads in the last few months. So I'm really grateful for that. But so the update is um, I moved from Canada. I am now living in England in that new place that I selected, which is called Bury St. Edmunds. And both my daughter and I absolutely love it. We're so excited to be here. And things really panned out nicely um, when I got here. Well, most things panned out nicely. Um, well, so when I got here, I found a sort of like a yoga healing studio called the Self Center. And I asked them if they ran women's circles because, you know, my intention with this podcast was always that it was going to be like a circle format, that everybody's involved and everybody has voice. And so that was something I thought I'd do so I could really, you know, find my, find my tribe, as they say, or, you know, build my community. And they said, oh, no, we don't have anyone running a circle. But if you know what to do, you can come and do it. So I said, you know what, I think I will. So I started running circles there uh, back in November, actually. So I moved in August, took about six weeks to find a house, took about eight, ten weeks maybe to get my daughter into school. So that was a bit of a faff, but it all ended up working out, you know, great in the end which was awesome and in fact she's doing much better now um which is brilliant her educational experience is a completely different ball game which is fabulous I have to say and loads of friends and so that was a real real plus about being here anyway um so we started uh, running circles and they worked out Yeah, from November, I think I did like a sample circle. And then from January, I've been running two circles every month and they've been really well supported, really well attended. And now I've started running circles in a couple of other local towns, one of them being called Newmarket, which if you know me from my Canada days, uh, you'll know that I left Newmarket to come to Newmarket, which seems slightly ridiculous. But here we are. So that's what's happening there now on the horse front. I really, when I got here, I jumped in with both feet and said, right, okay, let's do this horse healing thing. And actually, I'm, yeah, I've built up quite a nice little client base um, of equestrian clients. And I work with horses probably a couple of months. Um, If you're listening and you have horses, then please give me a call because I'd love to work with more. But I'm working with a few a month and it's going really well. I've had some absolutely profound experiences with the horses, and I am so grateful that people have trusted me to come into their lives, to work with their horses. You know, I shared the story that, oh yeah, you know, I just fell off the boat kind of thing, and here I am. And people have trusted me. And I guess the reason that I wanted to share kind of the update is if you heard the last episode a year ago, And of course, I put it out there that you go, oh, you know, you've got to sort of set your intention, give it attention and then no tension. And I guess I want to give you the result of that because it only seems fair because it's a brave move to do it. It really is. And would I say that this last year has been easy? No, (laughs) I would certainly not want to go through it again. Um, And yet there are parts of it that have been so perfect in how they've um, played out and how they've rolled out, that I, there is no way I could have planned it. I couldn't have planned it to the nth degree. So, so much has just fallen into place, which I'm immensely grateful for. And what that has done is really strengthen my, I guess, my belief and my faith in trust and in um, allowing and in receiving. Of what you set your intention on. So, you know, the vision board that I used to talk about, I've still got that vision board sitting up on my study wall, and it brings me great sense of joy and satisfaction. And I make sure that I'm in a really good high vibe when I'm looking at that, because of course, that's the way to now recreate everything that I want in my new future. So, I guess this is going to be a short episode. Um, but I wanted to update you on what has happened and then also what's coming up. So I'm going to be checking in with some of my podcasting pals, which if you uh, remember, I was with a podcasting group and we stayed in touch for, well, we're still in touch now, obviously, but I'll talk less about podcasts because I haven't been doing them as much. So I will be inviting them on as guests and I will be connecting with other midlifers as well. And it's an interesting situation because when I moved to England with all the stress that everything went on, that sent me right into full on menopause. Um, so nearly a year on now, of course, I'm hitting that postmenopausal. So it's been really interesting to see it from the midlife stance to see the, the premenopause or the perimenopause then going right into menopause, and then now coming out um, into the postmenopausal phase. And my intention for this circle, or for this um, podcast, was always going to be like, oh God, can we not talk about menopause, menopause? That's all middle-aged women talk about. And I tried listening to quite a few middle-aged podcasts, and I'm like, oh my God, the menopause. However, now that I've actually been through it, I really have a very different perspective. And I would still say that... The one thing that I've really learned in all of my learnings, my experience, uh, my reading, my studying, is it's a different experience for everybody. There are some symptoms with it that absolutely are uncomfortable and completely suck. They are not fun at all. And what I also realize is how many um, lifestyle changes you can make that really support the idea that I've always said that midlife is absolutely um, the well, I've heard it now called the bookend to um, puberty. I always said it was like a second puberty. And actually, it seems to be that it's not it's the closing of the cycle of puberty. Again, you know, it's a new learning, the more I focus on it, the more I learn about it, the more um, interesting perspective I have on it. And I'm not saying i am not, I didn't want to go down the HRT route, just because that's not where I tend to focus my energy and time. Um, I believe that the body can heal itself. And I believe that the menopause cycle is actually a huge gift. And I still believe that, even though I've been through the hot sweats and the night sweats and the not sleeping and the weight gain and, you know, all those other joyful things. However, I do also see it as an absolute gift. I've had to completely change my forms of exercise that I take. And after doing that for a year, well, probably more than a year because COVID was in there as well, um, at the perimenopause, having changed my exercise intensity and what I've done and how I've done it, interestingly enough now, I can run. Um, I can run. I can do circuit classes. I can do the exercises that I absolutely love and have done for so many years. But now, which is the difference between now and perimenopause, I'm not getting the injuries. I'm not getting the muscle pain. I am able to push myself um, pretty much just as hard as I always have done, but not as frequently. But saying that, I've got to be honest, between you and me, I'm kicking some ass in those classes. You know, there's some girls easily half my age and because I've always had, you know, always done that exercise, but also because I eased off. I think that's the key. I really eased off and that allowed my body just to get back into balance and to, you know, take on. I also gave myself the chance to take on the nutrients I needed to and to help my body to heal itself, because that's what I believe our bodies do. Um, And now I can go back and do the sports and the activities that I've always really enjoyed, And it's not coming from a place of hard exercise because I need to lose weight or because I've got to get fit or anything like that. I actually just love that sort of exercise. And I think that's one of the huge lessons in all of this menopause journey. And yeah, I mean, the menopause wisdom that you step into is about you've got to do a lot more because you love to do it without the shoulds, without the necessity but purely because it's coming from a place of, actually, that really brings me joy. I love doing that, so I'm going to do more of it. So funnily enough, in the last year, and anybody who followed my journey with Penny, you'll know that I had some rather interesting experiences with Penny the horse. And so I've only ridden a couple of times since I've been in England, because that hasn't brought me the same joy that it used to at all. But what I have started doing is a ton of walking with Nordic walking poles because obviously there's less stress on my body. Um, it's less impact. And then, of course, I am saying to myself, well, you know, everybody's saying lift heavy, you've got to lift heavy. And again, the more I'm learning about it, it's like, well, yeah, you do need to do some weight bearing exercise, but you also can't afford to let the aerobic side of things go. I mean, the cardio, vas- uh, the cardio health, is still the biggest um, health concern for women, and the biggest cause of death, unfortunately, for women is still heart and cardio. So, absolutely, do you have to look after that? Yes, you do. Now, funnily enough, my walking I do really early in the morning, and I've actually met a whole bunch of people because of that. So, I'm really grateful for that. It's brought me so much more than just cardio health. Uh, I think it's helped manage my weight. It's made as I say, it's made me be able to do all the exercise like the hardcore exercise without being in pain. I can go out and run pretty much a 5k now, almost just off the bat, which is amazing because three years ago, there was no way I could run 5k. So it just hurt like hell. And now it it's doable. I can get on my bike and it doesn't hurt. So I guess this is kind of a closure of one chapter and a beginning of a whole new chapter which is why I felt it was so important to share with it you know share it with you because I feel that if you've listened to my podcast um you know you've got to know me a little bit more as a person and it, it from you know going forward it's not all going to be me of course I'm going to be doing the interviews because the network of ladies that I've met through the podcasting is amazing um And so I I want to keep sharing those interviews with you because I think the more we inspire each other, the more we all benefit. But this one was just a check in um, to welcome you back and to say how grateful I am for all of the people who've listened in the last year. We're up to nearly 4,000 downloads, which for me is amazing considering, as I say, I haven't been promoting the podcast for a year. So the magical midlife is back. I am so grateful and so delighted that you're a part of it too. Um, I will be posting obviously episodes on all my social media and I will be actually launching some menopause courses because I feel that I've learned so much now coming out of the other end of it and I want to bring all of the work that I've been doing and all the journey that I've been doing to you um, because I believe that a different perspective on menopause is always really helpful. And there's so much advice out there at the moment that is still playing into the, you should, you must, you have to. And I really don't believe that's not my take on menopause at all. And I want to share that with you. Um, the, The bookend of the puberty cycle and our childbearing years The bookend is a massive jumping off point and something that I think we can all be quite excited about. But we've got to have a good old shake up on our belief system about it, because as I say, boy, oh boy, have I heard some stuff whilst I've been reading and listening about it. So I just want to share you know, my perspective with you and that will give you some different choices. Okey dokes, right. I've got to uh, sign off today, but I can't wait to speak to you again. And as I say, welcome back. And thanks for sticking with me. Okay, speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed the conversation, please come and leave a review. If you go to the Apple Podcasts app and scroll down to the bottom of the podcast page, and then you'll find the ratings and review section. Please invite your friends to come and listen by sharing the link. And you can join the conversation and let me know who you'd like to hear interviewed and what topics you'd like discussed over at Facebook on the Magical Midlife group. You can also find me on Instagram at DeSwart where the conversation will also continue. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. And once again, keep living your magical midlife.